Like, so what we got? 2020 is on some real bullshit, honestly. Um, just when we thought we was getting a break from the corona shit and everything, like, just when we thought shit was opening back up, got taken away that fast. And at the same damn time, uh, people are acting crazy again. Bruh, I just tweeted the other day, remember when we thought July was gonna act right? <laughs> July lied. <laughs> Do lied. Do lied. <laughs> Bruh, this shit is retarded, but welcome to episode 10. Irresponsible podcast, no tie, but happy birthday. She, uh, is she out of town right now? I think she on the way back up from uh, Dago. Okay. Happy birthday, Tar. We miss you. We love you. Feliz cumpleaños. Hopefully she's uh, celebrating the best way possible. Um, man, let's not even waste any time. We already know the bullshit that happened this week with Tori and Meg. Let's get right to it. Like, what y'all think about it? Hmm. I don't know, man. It's a it's a weird ass situation. Like at first we was vouching for the nigga because we thought he was defending her, but as more and more details come out, it ain't really solid details. But if you read between the lines, like you can kind of piece together what happened. It seemed like some bullshit. Like it, it don't make sense. Yeah, man. I I I really since nothing has been like solidly confirmed. I don't want to just believe the the craziest rendition of things that that could, could have happened, cause that's just nuts. Like, oh yeah, to, like imagine if somebody told you that shit last week. Hey, uh, Tory Lanez is gonna shoot Megan Thee Stallion. Like that shit just sounds fucking crazy, you know? Um, Stranger things have happened. They have, they have, but it, it's it's not looking good for um for, for that young man and um a little guy. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga is a carry-on back, bro. Um, it, it's not looking good for him. Like I'm, I'm just, like I, I, it's it's gonna be ugly. Yeah, I got a feeling he ain't going. Once all the shit come out, he ain't stepping foot in the I U.S. He's not again. coming back to the states. No, nah, it's a wrap for that. Honestly, felt like uh, when this initial story broke. It, Immediately reminded me of the Chris Brown Rihanna situation. Just the fact that it did take place in a vehicle, and um, you know, I can only imagine how the scenario took place. But it's very unfortunate. Um, I don't think initially I wanted to believe it, but at the same time, it's very believable. Um, <clears throat> you know, these are celebrities, so. We kind of get to know through their artistry and just through their social media, I guess. But at the same time, um, it's not hard to believe. Just what do you, what do each one of y'all think causes this? Uh, <clears throat> over intoxication. Because if you look at Tori, like what was the scenario? Eat, it was each alcohol. One it was literally just alcohol. I, in my oh. personal opinion, I feel like he got too drunk and was way too excited. Like. If you look at the kind of year that Tory was having, that nigga was killing it. Like, he had probably one of the best first half of the year out of anybody. This nigga did quarantine radio. His project was booming. Niggas was actually fucking with Tory. They kind of left that lame stigma that he had, and the nigga was popping. And then, nigga, literally hours before the situation happened, you are on Instagram Live with Kylie Jenner and Megan Thee Stallion. 
living life, nigga, there's no reason for you to pull a gun out in any situation whatsoever. So I just think bro was too drunk. Possibly tried to balance yourself out. Cause if they really would have gotten into a fight, man, Megan's last name is Stallion. She is five nine one sixty. She would kill that nigga with her bare hands. <laughs> with her bare hands. As a grown woman versus a child, bro. Bro, so yeah, man, that's it sucks, man. It, it, let's just call a spade a spade. The shit is sus. It's sus as fuck. Like, I don't care how little you are. You you a fucking grown man. You should never pull your weapon on a fucking woman. You feel me? In any situation. In any situation. I know you probably scared because she will beat your ass. <laughs> and I if we gonna put money on it, I'm putting my money on Meg. It's not even going three rounds. Sometimes you feel me? Yeah. Like, that shit is just sus, bro. Like, um, the more I think about it, it's just like, damn. You know, you try to give niggas the benefit of the doubt of a situation, but nigga, that's straight up P-U-S-S-Y behavior. Sorry. Yeah, um, I second that. Um, I just feel like it's not really the time to have violence against any woman, but against a black woman when we still try to get... The killers of Breonna Taylor arrested. It's just not a good look at this time. Um, to be honest, it's just it's very nasty, <clears throat> and I'm very disappointed overall. I feel like Tory Lanez had a bright future, but definitely squandered it. And I don't care if this is his first instance of violence or whatever. Like <clears throat> it was just enough to ruin everything that he created and. I just hope he uh, I hope he has a good plan moving forward because it's gonna take a lot to really recover after this one. Why you can't be like Corday and get arrested for being a positive role model? Like this nigga is on some dumb shit. Cause I don't know, demon time I guess. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Which he stole by the way. Yeah. yeah. Fun fact though, uh, we went to high school with uh, Megan Thee Stallion security guard. And that's that. Yeah, shout out to homie Justin. That's a big nigga, and he got big guns. So <laughs> it's it, it's blood, yeah, don't it's, do it. it's gonna be real ugly. That nigga don't need guns. It's, he I mean, don't. He's about to sign Not for Daystar. Money. Not for Daystar. Nobody got hands, weapons, bro. bro. He'll dope in your shit. Yeah, like no cap. Bro. <laughs> Try it if you want to. The homie Justin coming in. If you want to get real conspiracy theory, you know what I'm saying. Now Tory's cool with Drake. You know, Drake with Jay Prince. Jay Prince was like anti-Meg. Oh so now I feel like it's about to get real messy with the, the Tory Lanez and the Drake and the Jay Prince. And Deeper, Meg darker. And the only thing with that, I feel like Meg and Jay Prince still got business handlings. So even if he was to reach out with Drake, like you fucking with his money at this point. So yeah, I can't help you, dog. So you got to worry about that man too. So Can we bring, can we bring a full circle? Why was Jay Prince like anti-Meg in the first place? I don't think he was anti-Meg. Anti, yeah. He was anti... It seemed like he was anti-poaching. He looked at Rock uh, Nation trying to poach her. I think he her. was more pro-Carl Crawford, if anything. Yeah. I think he was just looking out for his homie, probably like... It's another businessman from my backyard and shit. Like, I don't want to see him get done dirty by another artist who might have a bigger name. So I think he stepped in like, well, I know my name holds weight, and maybe this will probably alleviate the situation a little bit but it kind of it's kind of weird because these days when I see Jay Prince name enter these controversies it doesn't go as expected like uh. NBA Youngboy for instance he kind of was like I don't give a fuck about Jay Prince like it's a whole new era 
And I know Jay Prince, like, he's somebody I revere, but at the same time, it's kind of like, it's getting kind of old at this point. It's a disconnect. Like, it was a period where, but the stories that we heard of him versus right now, it's like, it was a gap to where none of that shit was mm-hmm. happening. So it's like, these young niggas don't have anything to reference like we do. And I'm just like, I know shit could happen still on that level, but I'm just like, is Jay Prince really getting himself involved and shit? Like, does he still care, like, to be that? I think, from my... I in mean, the pigs, in the pigs pen, as he would say? Yeah, from, from what I've seen lately, it's just really been all about business. Because, like, it, the, the Meg shit, it wasn't, like, no real beef. It was just a matter of business. You know? And then even if you want to look at the Drake and Ye and Pusha situation, he said he stopped Drake from putting that track out because it's going to be bad for everybody. And I'm assuming that's going to be bad business. You know? So I feel like he is just trying to focus on making sure the, the, I, the bread is still there. The fact that you said that. If we reference that conversation we had about what was really happening with that, it makes sense. It makes sense. My theory makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. You don't, I I feel like Jay Prince is, he's stepping in whenever he knows business can go bad, and he is a money guy at this point. You know, he's not, he's not in the streets like that anymore. Not to say that he doesn't have ties or have people, but he's not the one pressing lines. You feel me? If you really think about it, empires could have fallen. If that shit would have went left, a lot of bad business. A lot of bad business. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, empires kind of just they tend to fall after so long. Like the longevity of an empire is seldom seen. That's why you do kind of have to big up the the groups like Cash Money and shit like that. Because speaking of label dramas and shit, like QC, like what they're going through. Um, Migos is currently suing their former lawyer who was also the same lawyer as the label and um, they're caught up in litigation right now the Migos pretty much felt like they were done dirty they were cheated out of a lot of money and it's pretty shocking to hear because we all kind of revered QC to be like a family label and just you know just the way they operated it very well seemed like that from the outside looking in but even up to latest reports to see Cardi B has spoken up and says she currently doesn't have any management. And if you know, uh, previously her management was QC. So with two of these biggest acts going through uh, legal woes with their label, I'm just curious, like, is this just par for the course for any super group or powerhouse to go through? Because, I mean, we've seen it with Rockefeller. We've seen it with Death Row. I mean, Death Row is a little bit more crime-related, but it still was an Allegedly. empire taking it down. Allegedly. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> niggas died, man. Yeah, so that, that, that ain't alleged, bro. First of all, I, I never want to get caught in litigation. You never see anybody with a smile like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm just caught in litigation right now. Like, no, that shit, nobody wants that shit. Unfortunately, that's music, though. Um, music lawyers, like, they stay in court all day. Like, that's a business in its damn self. Absolutely, because of how shady the, the, the music industry is. Like, that's an unfortunate stigma that, you know, we have to deal with. But I, I definitely get their point. Like, I don't want my lawyer that's representing me to also represent my label because when I have disputes with my label, 
that's clearly conflict, conflict of interest. interest. Yeah. And the label is probably going to be paying them a lot more than I can pay them. So you know where their interests lie. There's no morals in that in that situation, honestly. You definitely follow the money. Well, I mean, that kind of speaks to the predatory behaviors of some labels. Like, these is niggas from the hood, so they don't really know that it's in your best interest to get your own lawyer to protect your interests rather than getting a lawyer that they can supply to you. <clears throat> so, I mean, like, it's, it's sad to see, but shit, I mean, that's, that's the game. Yeah. I hate it though because um, I know the language changes over so many times, but at the same time, like it's the age-old story. Like we've all seen these biopics of like TLC or just any group, you know. Like they go through the same shit, and it's just like I have to play devil's advocate and ask: When are artists gonna take more responsibility and learning those? Mistakes from others instead of having to go through it them themselves, and I know that circumstances always, you know, they vary. So sometimes people do things just because their back is against the wall. But at the same time, it's just like, damn, like, how many times this mistake gonna be made, and how many times are we gonna blame the powers that be when it's they're gonna take advantage of it? So I will, I would say that would speak to you as an artist. Do you? fully have faith in your product if you do don't chase that immediate bag that they give you like the first offer ain't always the best offer wake that shit out man if you know your shit is hot sit on it shop around do what's best for you not the biggest bag and i think that's where a lot of people get caught up with and it's like damn i'm getting paid on the front end but then you look at the back end like all the paperwork and shit like nah nigga like you just eating for the moment they eating forever so it's like just be conscientious of what you're doing and what you're saying. Yeah, and you got to understand the predatory behavior because labels they're looking for the person that's going to take that first deal. They know you hungry. Like mm-hmm. they know ten thousand dollars is not a lot of money when you think about it. Shit, if you ain't got money right but now, but if you don't have money right now, I can dangle ten thousand dollars and I will have you sign your life away. For ten thousand dollars, because I know you're not in a position to take anything else. Mm-hmm. Also, well, along with the predatory behavior, I was going to piggyback off you, but kind of play devil's advocate with that. Just imagine you being the label owner as well. I got all this. I got a certain amount. I got a certain budget, but I see these young kids that have come from nothing, and they got their pure. They're the diamond in the rough. Now, you know do saying? you believe in their artistry, or or are you trying to make money off of them? Because that's think, two totally different things. I think I think in this case they believe in artistry because besides like besides Cardi signing to QC, who was the hottest hardest artist? Who is the hottest artist on QC? Hot take: I don't think Cardi got signed because of her artistry. Cardi B is the only signed for management too. For yeah, QC. For QC? Yeah. Okay, and so who's the, so who's the hottest? Who are the hottest artist on QC, yeah, low, right now, Lil Baby, or yeah. period. I was going so for a longevity previous Migos, the Migos and Lil Baby. Lil Baby just started. Lil so. Baby just popped what two years ago? Mm, year and a half. Death row. Yeah, to, uh, uh, he's uh, South Death Row. I'd say more like a more refined version of uh, No Limit. Well, what's happening? Might be a Death Row. I mean, in regards to. Yeah, in regards to what happened, like, well, Suge had his name on all of those, 
on, on all of the property that was being leased out to the artists, right? Well, that, that part too, but just as far as timing goes, <clears throat> you had a lot of stuff fall apart at Death Row when resources started going to Tupac. Um, like Snoop Dogg was a star of the label, Dre was a star of the label, and Business as a Writer was a, <clears throat> a Dog Pound song. California Love was supposed to go on the Dre album. They started giving all the resources to Tupac. Migos, they can't perform right now. Lil Baby's the hottest artist in the world. That's when you start looking at your bank account. Like, let me start doing some double checks because all the money and all the resources are going into Lil Baby right now. But that was the culture there at Death Row. It's like, all right, whoever got the hottest shit, whoever's getting ready to gear up for an album, give it to them. That's, that's, that's what happened with The Chronic. That's what happened with Doggy Style. That's what happened with Dog Food. That was the culture. Whoever, like, if, say, in due time was the hot record and Doug was getting ready to sign to a label right now, the culture at Death Row will tell you to give that record to Doug featuring. First of all, Doug only spit a 12. <laughs> no, nobody wants to mention that. Nobody wants to say that. Nah, fuck it. <laughs> See, you spit a whole Hey, hey, I'm not. Hey, hey, hey. Nah, I'm sorry. It's all the family here. But, uh, but just to that point, like, when you build an infrastructure, as a label owner, as a business owner, you are opposing all of the threats. This, this, like, just this is me playing devil's advocate. You, as an artist, really necessarily doesn't have nothing to lose. Mostly everything to gain if you're coming from nothing. No, you have everything to lose as an artist. If you put in your life's work in somebody else's hand and you don't get paid for it, you lost that shit. I'm talking about from from a business standpoint. Yes, of course. But when it comes, say for example. Make the record. Everybody knows the record's dope, but the label doesn't sign. Does the artist artist really lose anything? If the label knows, if everybody knows the record is dope, the, the streets know. The streets know the record is dope. The artist doesn't sign. The label, the artist doesn't sign. Does the artist really lose anything? In that aspect, no. Yeah, but in this case, QC, they they're laying their hat on the Migos. You know what I'm saying? This situation in particular is foul. Because it's an obvious conflict of interest And maybe some funny style going on I'd say more on the attorney's side Rather than QC You get what I'm saying Because as a label you really can't Necessarily dictate every single move The attorney makes He's supposed to be doing his job you get what I'm saying? He's supposed to be, but look how many dirty attorneys that you see. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, nigga. It's you get what I'm the name saying? Name of the game. Yeah, but that's just the most. A lot stem from situations like this. Like you don't really have any party's best interest at heart except yours. Regardless, you're getting exactly. paid a retainer fee from both. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Look at more of the attorney's move rather than QC, because they're forking off the money, but then also with the artists, they're giving away their their. Time. I mean. Which is key, which is the which is what is pushing the investment. For them to feel away, I feel like it's warranted. Like if we can relate it to sports, like nigga, Migos was the big three of that out that, that label. They carried that shit for a long time. They put in the work, they made it what it is. Exactly. If you don't want to pay them, like they should feel away. Yeah, of course. But also I'm just I'm just saying as devil playing devil's advocate, look at it from the business owner side too. You know well, then it speaks to what Greg was saying. It's like, or uh, was it Nick, or one of y'all, that said, like, what's your, what's the interest? Do you believe in the product, or do you want to just make a quick buck? I'd say in this case, they believed in the product. I'd say look at and like if they believed in the product, then Migos shouldn't even be in this situation, in my opinion. Talk about it. Not knocking it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm all for artists, 
artists uplifting, but then at the same time, I'm also forgetting fair bits. Word. You get what I'm saying? Because so, we not even so, talk about this, I wouldn't even know. Because that, that can go back to the concept. Remember when Mace said that all that shit about Diddy after that award show he performed that? And just pulled oh, Diddy's yeah, card? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that? It's, huh? He wanted to check. Yeah, he wanted to check for what was done. But then also, it's just like you said, all due diligence, due diligence on both sides. As an artist. Pay what you owe, always. Yeah, but then also, like, after Harlem World, what was Mace's next thing that laid his hat on? Welcome back. For a minute. Yeah, welcome back. For a hot minute, though. And, you know, just to be, to speak to that point, um, as far as, like, Migos believing in themselves. Bring your chair over here. Just as far as like Migos believing in themselves, like I lived in I lived in Atlanta for like a few years, and that's the culture of the music down there. Is like they came in through Gucci too, because mm. P and Coach K, they all like uh, I think Coach K was Gucci's manager. They managed traffic, so, right? Yeah, They're so oh, yeah, yeah, so everything that that comes through P and Coach K also came through Gucci. So for them, it's like. Believing in their product would mean going outside the city, because Gucci is Atlanta, Coach Coach K, P, they are Atlanta. So when they on your on your side, that's pretty much like the only options. Like LA isn't really like that. You got you can fuck with Mustard, you can go to this right. like Dre with Kendrick. It's like Atlanta, it's just like it's either Jeezy or Gucci, and Jeezy at YG, and that was it. And so for them, it's like that is believing in their product. Yeah, fucking okay. fucking Gucci and, and uh, Coach K. So, what we really talking about ain't got shit to do with music. No, it doesn't. No, because Lil Baby wasn't even a rapper. Like, they made him start rapping because he was just at the studio. So, for them, it's just like a little ecosystem they got. It's, um, and it, it's just Migos' first time not being number one at, at QC. And they not doing shows. Like, you start, looking at, you start looking at your bank account. Like, well, how much money have I been missing out? Because this nigga got the number one spot. So, let me start seeing what I can finagle, maneuver around. And then if you look back, okay, because if you look back when they each did their solo project and neither one of them was popping like that, so you talking about Migos? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Offset shit wasn't popping. Take hope. Uh, uh, Offset off. might have had the off, one. Offset had the largest buzz, but it with was the not yeah. the same level of a Migos album, like for sure. Of course, but yeah, yeah. But then at the same time. Like you said, like you were saying, it's a business issue. That's why I said let let's audit these papers. Tell the tell the attorney pull these books out and let's get a separate attorney. Well, what's the real? The on, real on paper on, ah, on paper. What is the problem? Do we know? It's really the fact that the Migos aren't being compensated for a lot of the a lot of not being compensated for what certain past students felt like it was a faulty language and felt like more was being paid to QC. But then also that goes to the to my point of being devil's advocate as a label they're taking more of the risk because they friend the money when you look, think about it when 2011 to two around around 2013 is when the Migos really popped 2013 whenever Versace took off yeah Versace yeah. 20, 20, late 2012 early, early 2013 Versace around that time Drake did the remix Migos were still you know they was they the still on, yeah they were still on the east side doing their thing are they still in Atlanta? To add some content, Migos is from Gwinnett County. Yeah. So that's that's an even bigger risk for Coach Kane. And that's like somebody from the, like the IE, like really blowing up. Like Gwinnett is not Atlanta. Like 
They not they not from Atlanta. They not okay. they from Marietta. We from the north, yeah, that way. Yeah. Like they not from Atlanta at all. So for Coach Cannon, we taking some some cats from Gwinnett. Okay. And they're gonna be street and they gonna like like that's that was a risk for them. Still, at the end of the day, I as my label, you do not have to buy me a Lamborghini. You do not have to get me all this extravagant shit. Pay me what you owe me. If I want to buy a Lambo with the funds that I have received from the work that I did and the millions that I made for y'all label, I will choose to do that. But I, I, I've never been jiggy with that shit. Just gifting motherfucking shit so they won't realize that you paying for it in the back end. Yeah, you know, like I no, I, I'd much rather pay for it myself. Don't yeah. don't buy me anything. Give me the money, and if I want to buy that, I'll decide to buy it. So. I feel like that's a whole nother issue as well, because that was kind of the the Wayne and Birdman shit, you know, <laughs> on, on the back end. Um, but yeah, that's that. Yeah, I, I I don't want don't buy me no, don't buy me shit. Just 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 pay me. That's real, and like that's kind of really what they're saying. That's what made like deals like No Limit so huge. When I when I got an independent when I'm just have a distribution deal with the tier two and the tier two label and I'm getting eighty five percent of each record being sold and that's when CDs were being bought CDs to buy a record it was twelve thirteen dollars at a time and I get eighty five percent of each record and I sell four million you feel me you know that's 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 the move so like that's where I'm thinking like people like. In the driver's seat of the label as well as all people in the driver's seat of the label. So, which what about you, Greg? What you thinking? Shit, um, I don't even know. To be honest with you, I got lost in the conversation. I just feel like this shit is always happening. Um, it's unfortunate, but I kind of tend to lean towards the side of the label these days. To be honest with you, because they do put up a lot of the money. Um, I get that the star feel like they're the star, so they keep the lights on. But I think the overhead to run a fully functioning record label is pretty uh, high. That I don't think any artist is really prepared to take on themselves. Mm -hmm. And um, this kind of ties into Steve Stout, what he said earlier, saying that if Drake was to ever go independent, the record business would be over. And I can kind of tend to agree with that because Drake has definitely built up enough capital at this point. Um, he's an influencer beyond influence um, at this point. Um, and it would be interesting to see him move on his own because I do think he is the one artist that can do it. But outside of that, I don't think many artists can. Well, I was just curious to ask, does the Migos need QC as much... Who, who needs who more? QC needs Migos point, or Migos need QC? At this point, I think Migos need QC. Yeah, yeah for to sure. To be honest with you. Okay. Because QC, got, bro, they got a little baby, bro. They have a little baby. And if it's if you ask any young niggas, they got city girls too. But if you ask any young niggas who is running the fucking internet right now, it's going to be Lil Baby or NBA Youngboy. Yeah. yeah. That's and wild. honestly, if we're thinking in we a sports old. sports <laughs> terms, <laughs> if we're thinking in sports terms, I think that uh, the Migos are in their post prime stage uh, of their career. Yeah, if, if if just overall, if you really just look at the business, 
just artistry just, wise. Just entertainment and sports. It's always that, yeah. Just at its rudimentary word. They're contracted workers. Just As really a think a lot about of people it. are, yeah. Yeah, no, just like artists. Artists and athletes. They are contracted workers. We give you this large ass contract based on the stipulation and terms and conditions that you agreed upon you sign here and for this time and this time you have you are contractually obligated to give us this. Yeah, your cards are showing. Relax. <laughs> Relax. What? You about to go deeper than some shit that we even know what you're talking about. No, I'm not. Uh, yeah. I'm, not. I'm not. I'm just saying like it. You practicing right now. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. Shut up. It's not even that. It's just like this rude. that rudimentary. Vocab words. You know what I'm talking about? QC no, looking no, no, like no, no, no. the QC looking like the, yeah, the, the Spurs right now, like 2014, 2015. Migos. So baby Kawhi? Yes, exactly. Okay. Little baby is Kawhi, but you know they got the big three. They got they got Parker, they got Ginobili, they got they got they got Timmy. And it's like you look at their track record, like bro, ever since Migos popped with Versace. Them niggas have been dropping shit that you hear everywhere. Together. Together, exactly, as a group. But just like the Spurs, but one of them is down. They ain't shit. Exactly. And just like the Spurs, nigga, you got, you got Kawhi. You can clearly see that this nigga is, is going to be a star once he figures it out. And nigga, little Baby done figured it out. And it's like, how do you transition from from the, the, the previous era of what... What got you your bread and butter to what's actually going to sustain you for the next five to ten years? I, I, I like that a lot. I like that a lot because that's another thing they remind me of cash money in is they might be spreading themselves too thin because you say what's going to carry them, you know, for the next whatever. You know, they got the city girls, they got baby, they got little yachty, but they manage Alvin Kamara from the Saints, mm. so they got QC oh. Sports now too. Yeah. Oh, they, they get money when Yachty does movies, how high too. So they get they they working on yeah. a lot of different stuff. So for me, go side. It's like we were the first ones in this building. Now y'all got athletes. Now y'all got actors. Like it's a it's a lot going on. Just a management deal. City girls, Becky Hammond. By the way, Alvin Kamara is just a management deal, not a contractual deal. Yeah, yeah. But still, you All know, right. you know, <laughs> it's a little different. Uh, damn. Now we put it like that. Do the Migos still want to make music? Because I've been thinking about this before I even knew that they had drama. Like, we oh, haven't heard nothing from them. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, uh, everybody in love. So it's just like, are we making music anymore? I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean. Who? I'd say they're probably... Didn't they drop, like, two singles this year? One. One? Not really no, The crazy part about it is, bro, you're you're a DJ and you're asking us if Migos. That's the problem. They drop <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's right. like yeah, because like normally, because normally when they drop something, you hear it all the time, everywhere. I mean, all right, so this is the new hot Migos. In their favor, like the world is kind of shut down, so we wouldn't know because it ain't popping nowhere. So of course, like this will be the time because because they had they had uh, tours booked. They did have tours, but mm-hmm. they were closed. Like they were in the middle of a tour. I actually went to one of their shows bound yeah. in November. And, and that, the artist shit shut down right before Coachella. Yeah, you feel me? Coachella so, is was booked it supposed out. To perform? I'm yeah, not sure, but they were on the just... bill. Lil Baby was supposed to for sure to perform. He was on one of the bills for one of those days. To y'all point, <laughs> but um, I bet you his his font was bigger than Amigos too. I don't know. It might have been the same know. size. Yeah. It might be the same size. Lil, ba- Lil Baby went headlining because that okay. was. Cause that was the day um, I was supposed to be there, but I got to check the I got to recheck the schedules because um, 
it's actually backdated to next year in April. It's not October days out the window. Because if Lil Baby name is bigger than Amigos name, I might understand why Amigos would have an issue with that. But plus, no, I mean, no, like you were saying, no new music. We're in the age right now where the internet is king. You gotta think streaming is how we get everything. Like streaming, which is true. But it, bro, Migos, we just said it. Migos has been around since 2013. Seven years in today's hip hop is a long fucking time. They could be a legacy act at this point. So they don't want to make music anymore, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, and they're still young because to Ricky's point, he was saying, are they over 30? No. Nah. No. Quavo is the oldest and he's 29. I think mean, he just turned 29. He just turned 29. Like these, you gotta, that's what I'm saying. You gotta think they're, they're young. The youngest is young Takeoff. Yeah, and he's 26. 26. You get what I'm saying? And also, that's where you gotta really look at it. Like the way the industry's changed. So I understand they're angry, but then also they can always jump off the ledge and go independent and really push their label. I mean, push their brand. But to Greg's always can to yeah to Greg's point obviously the, so well, who was carrying the, like to y'all point who was carrying the brand of QC I mean well, QC if was. you're the only one there then y'all kind of hand in hand it's that's what I'm saying that's what I'm saying so like can you name all the artists that were on QC in 2015 Yachty was on there right yeah um so when it when it huh Yachty was huge yeah yeah that's when uh, broccoli was popular right yeah. so Bro- so Yachty Amigos and who else? That might be it. Whoever. Do you, do you I, I can't name it off the top of my head, else? but. I mean, they had some dudes that were popping down there. Yeah. Yeah. But not no like, Honestly, they got their whole flow from, from the same dude, uh, Flipper. Flipper the Skipper. Mm. He was like, yeah, he was, Flippa, first, he was a first Flippa was a, QC. Flipper show they was all, the first They all rapped like him. So he was a J Rock. Yeah. Uh, I mean, nah. Flipper, but, yeah. but Flipper really. Flipper was. Flip it and go over that wall, like J. Yeah, Rock went yeah. over that wall. Yeah, Rock, people really realized, Rock just really started writing. He just went into this dungeon and just kept writing and figured it out. But like, all right, this, I'm, I'm going to be the gangster rapper back and knock you out with an eight bar real quick. And drop a number one hit. When when hit number one, after, if you if you can prove that you have the bars and the lyrical talent to develop a dope project and make a number, it's hard. The hardest thing to do is to make a number one smash hit. But the easiest thing to do is to make a hit. The reason why it's so hard is because you got to follow it up with a dope project and two more hits after that. That's how you stay relevant. That's why the sophomore project is always sophomore curse. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, think about it. How many labels really folded after investing so much money in between 2003 to 2009 over all of those people that just came and went? But to give some context, the the three album deal is not. It, they was giving out shitty three album deals to, to retain you. So what they do is, on the first album, we're going to back everything behind you. We're going to make you a fucking star. We're going to blow. Now, when your second album comes around, we're not going to give you that much push. We're going to let you do your thing. So by the time the third album comes around, nobody wants to hear it. Nobody's going to offer you a deal. So you have to re-sign with us under our terms. You know who was a perfect example of really surviving that? The game. Yeah. Look at the game's career. They got his entire career. The documentary, fucking classic, right? Doctor's Advocate. That was not supposed to be. 
That was not supposed. It wasn't supposed to be what it was, but it came out fire. The third, you get what I'm saying? Oh, we can really talk about it. Uh, Dr. Man got better hits. But Doctor's advocate, he's really just talking about. Yeah, he's always like the bar anymore. Okay. Like, all right, all right. Doctor got hits. Yeah. Party, it's like. Yeah, he played it. Stages on. Stages on. Talk about it. Yeah, speak on it. Nah, I just I I that was a, a hot take that I haven't heard. But um, both of the albums is hard though. Like I'm not gonna. Yeah, like I don't think Game has had a bad album, in my opinion. Is that somewhere where he had two? That red album is trash. Okay, that's another thing. Cause what's he had to join with Kendrick on there? The city? That out there. That song was yeah. amazing. That shit is hard. That, that shit is hard. Okay. For the records? I'm a record? Even if my record don't pop, nigga, what? K Dog went off on the outro. Yeah, it was a lot. Okay. That was the one that was the one with Tyler on there too. That was the Goblins and Marshall. Yeah, I wasn't mad at that. I wasn't mad at that. Three hundred twenty minutes straight. He did four. He do not. Bro, game was the only nigga that could make me say that. I was the biggest GM fan. Ask anybody in this room. <laughs> Would y'all ever want to see a game in a versus battle? Yes. Absolutely. Against yes. Us. You know why? You should have had you. Now it'd be an easy fight. Yeah, game, man. Yeah, yes. game. To us, the East Coast. Yeah. DMX, they would have DMX. Yeah, that's that bullshit. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Game is more probably lyrical than DMX, but I think DMX probably getting game versus personal. Yeah. There's, I can't think of any game song that I hear and I'm like, oh yeah, this is gonna be a point no matter what DMX plays. Yeah. Easy. Uh, we're not so a good fight. That's, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. there are a couple yeah. of joints. There's, there's a couple of joints. Like, don't get me wrong. Game has game some don't shit. Have a what about how we do? How, how we do? do how we tough. how we do is a is a record. A lot of game hits age bad though. Like that song with Wayne. I don't want to hear that ever. The um my life. My life. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But the sample he did with Lady. You know what I'm saying. That was a that was a record. That but was that's, a record. That's using a hit to make a hit. If we keep it a G. But I mean, isn't that hip hop? Look at all these okay. Kanye records. So game has look at all these Kanye West records that sample. To actually like be in contention with Rough Riders anthem, I think One Blood would be a tie. Yeah. Mm, the remix. Nah, I remember. Either one. That's But the original. Yeah. Okay. If you play the original. What is what? game gonna do when Party Up comes on? Or, I, or, I, I, or what these bitches want from a nigga come on? They start dancing themselves. Yeah, there's nothing. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> Drop. Shut them down. Open up. Shop. What about what these bitches want from me? You see Cisco on the hook. You hear that? Game got a couple of those. Yeah. I don't know, man. That was. I, that was game has songs with Nate Dogg, so. Yeah, cause where, where, where wouldn't get far. Where I'm, where I'm from, from might be. Yeah. Ooh. If you don't know, I might think. Yeah. I think. How's it going down versus where to get far would be a tough one. Yeah, yeah, super tough. Yeah, but I, I might lean towards how's it going down. I think everybody personally. would. That wouldn't be uh, an easy one. That's tough. I, I can't even call it. And it's I like it's like fifty-one forty-nine. Okay, but do you do we agree that? DMX is, has, a, has a top heavy career or a top heavy catalog. Who does? DMX. His first three albums, Fire. What about? No, I'll say his first five albums. All right. So, so you got 
the first two was in the same year, so that was like. But that's like that Migos movie. That's like that level yeah. we're talking about. So is yeah. it fair Migos. to say that? But the, Party Up was on the third album. Yeah. And then there was X. Yeah, Party Up was on the same album as what these bitches want. Yeah. So is it, it is a fair he comparison to say that? He did on the floor. It was like on his last good album. Yeah. And that was like Chappelle Show era. But it's but it's still top here. But then also, it was, but then also think it's a different era in hip hop because Game had a resurgence because he hit the mixtape route. Game came in right when DMX was ending. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like DMX the whole New York way, then boom, Game. How long? How long? Exact same year. Game or Jeezy? Jeezy got more hits, but Game has probably the better. I would say Jeezy has a bigger cult following. But, but no, Jeezy yeah. might have more hits, bro. Because nigga, I don't, I bro. Why y'all tripping? I'm just fine. I think nigga, I don't have. I don't think Game got that's nothing that will ring off the, the way that shit rang off. No, no, no. I didn't mean to get loud, but I don't think that nigga has anything that gonna ring off like that. Also, around that time, think about it. That's where mixtapes became the new norm to listen to the hot shit in hip hop. From 05 He didn't start that To 20 He was He was at a pinnacle point That's You think about it Gangsta Grills Is what Defined trap music T.I. The Trapper Die mixtapes Gucci Surgeons And Tips Tips Gangsta Grills mixtapes that's what made the hip hop circuit. I mean, the mixtape circuit what it was. No, G Union Radio made the mixtape circuit what it was. But I'll let you continue. Is that before Wayne started popping? But I mean, is that no, before Wayne was after G Union. G Union made mixtapes mainstream. Yeah, okay. G Union did, and then Wayne Wayne did what he yeah. did with it. Uh, That's where I, I, I definitely run. gotta I gotta disagree with all of those. The person who made mixtapes mainstream is DJ Clue, in my opinion. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Actually, but I mean, okay. that's tough because he was doing a lot of his mixes on, rec- on the Bro, radio. He had Puff 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 tapes. He's the first to have Clue tapes. Yeah. yeah. The Clue yeah. tapes yeah. was well before. Oh, the Jay Z and my with the Jay Z and my track. Ah. Okay. That hadn't happened before. Okay. Uh, he's the yeah. first DJ, DJ to get a he's deal. He's the first DJ yeah. dramas to make the albums. Yeah, it was. Oh yeah, yeah, that was late night. That was the. That's um, when Fab was still sport. No, this is before when Jay Z and uh, Maya <laughs> dropped. Um, North dro- Carolina. Yeah, when Jay Z was in the Lowrider in North Carolina. That's the word. Best of you. Yeah, that's. Yeah. That was a mixtape. That was a mixtape album. But however, I will say uh, what G Unit did, they revolutionized the mixtape game by uh, introducing more original music. I wouldn't say yeah. they were the first to have original music, but they made it pop. You know, they made it popular for an artist that's already had to deal to release few mu- free music that was original. Yeah. Then the South took that concept and started pumping it out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah relax. Pause. <laughs> yeah, super. Pause. Super. <laughs> Tripping the dick. Jeezy gets to play my nigga. That's the point. Jeezy got my president is black. Rest in peace, John Lewis, who was in the video. Yeah. But that was an era. That that defines a whole era, bro. And a moment came out of that. Like, nigga, that, that fucking boondock scene. Forever ingrained <laughs> in our mind. So, all right, yeah, I think Jay Z would be game. I mean, um, twenty to twenty is tough. <laughs> Shout out, Thugnificent. Jeezy versus Ti. Do you think that's a f- more fair battle? Nah, so who, I think Ti still Jeezy versus Ti. Jeezy versus Ti. Yeah, I think that would be an interesting battle. Honestly, the battle. What? I wouldn't be mad at all. I'm here to see Jeezy versus Gucci. 
It never happened. Yes. Bro, no. This nigga trying to watch it. murder. It yeah, yeah. I'll see it. You got to think they, they on the camera, so all that wolfing. It'll never yeah. happen. Yeah. It's it's but kid, it's no. Tripping. If we're talking, if we're talking yeah. music. No, listen. Bro, no, why y'all want to see it's violence? It's like the thing is, with Tip music no more. Ti has so many more commercials. Ti and Gucci don't fuck with each other either, so that'll never happen either. That's what I'm saying. He said that he deserves to be in the caliber of Jay Z. Right? Did y'all see that? He doesn't belong to I mean, be up there. Right. For where he, he is, be confident yes. in yourself. In the grand scheme of things, I don't think so. Right. He's right, right there, but he's not there. But is, is Wayne with Jay Z in front of you? Yes. yes. Wayne? Yes. yes. Uh, yes. Are we Wayne, talking album wise or contribution wise? Everything wise. I'll say this. You know why? You know why I can say yes for Wayne? No, but we. Smart to my point. Hear me out. Hear me out. That's not fair. When you have, when you, okay. Tip has five classic albums. A lot of times we get. A lot of times I got five. Five. Classic albums. Yeah. Let me let me talk. Music. Urban legend. Urban legend. Tip vs. T I P. Tip vs. T I P. I don't know. Paper trails. Paper trails. Paper King. King. Yeah, King. I give him five. Okay. Hear me out. So four or five. Wayne don't have four or five classic albums. This is the thing with Lil Wayne. That's that's the. That's what I'm saying. Like contribution wise, he's like Cash Money music. You might have five hundred degrees in you might have lights out up there. You might have a Hot Boys album up there. Really well. Okay. Go ahead, Greg. If you want to count his albums. This is my thing with Wayne. Um, you got to count his mixtape catalog just as much. And he still delivered. It's unfair. He still, he still delivered that, with albums, though, at the same time. From um, an age of 17, we were a little too young. But when the block is hot, was fresh. That shit was popping. Nah. Bro. We was old enough. Bro. He only had that one song before he dropped the Block is Hot album. And he would come out at every show out of a helicopter. And that would be the highlight of the show. When the height of cash money was going on. So to carry that on all the way up until a milli. And still had a mixtape. And the reason why we could say that... Wayne is there on top of the mix. I mean, bro, you can put Wayne listen, there off of features alone. So that's, let, let me make my point. <laughs> Real my bad, quick, my bad. My bad. We all consider Lil Wayne the best rapper in the game at one point. We are to consider Jay Z the best rapper in the game at some point. Once you do that, they deserve to be in that category. Everybody. It's a consistent. If it's a consistent, uh, consistent. you we, can say that, but you got to back it up. Yeah, but that's the thing. No, like, when Ti said he was king of the south, nobody came out and was like, "I'm gonna no, challenge that." Lil Flip did. Yeah, he did, we saw how that ended. We saw how that ended. Hate that, like he ruined Lil Flip And I fuck with Lil Flip. This is the way we But I kind of like what I kind of like what May said though. He was like, "You kind of should have went against Rick Ross for that title." For the king of the soft shit. A lot of people don't. I feel like don't Ross see would give it to the south. South. But hear me out. As, as much as I love, as much as as much as me, Vile. He in the south. He's like I mean, he's Gucci's got all that, all that burl, like, yeah. Yeah. And it's reach, we don't have thug and none of that without Gucci. We don't have the South right now. We don't have a lot without Gucci. The South right now, we don't have without Gucci. The South right now, we don't have without Gucci. Gucci was the king of the streets. 
of the other South. When you really was thinking like underground trap or underground music in the South, you was thinking Gucci, you was thinking Lil Boosie in the Savage Life Camp, you was thinking Pimp C, A Ball, MJG, you was thinking like some real like real back house. Like yeah, they selling cocaine up the road. Wait, you talking <laughs> about down south? Yeah. Down south. Here's but those are different eras though, like Pimp C and all of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pimp C yeah. Was, I don't know. Pimp C. Was Pimp C. Until yeah, he was concurred, but like he had different ways. His heyday was before. Yeah, it was it's before prison and after prison for Pimp C. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Because because yeah. when yeah. he because when he came home, he was on fire. Cause, cause he got an Outcast record yeah. along with the mixtapes. You get what I'm saying? Free Wayne, free whoever. It was free Pimp C first. You get what I'm saying? King Wayne is bigger than us all. Wayne, yeah, Wayne is, yeah. Wayne is like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a southern. Wayne was rapped for like Wayne a good three, four that years. That nigga was the king Wayne of the world like, in 2007. This is a fact. All the people we stand for versus in their top 20 is going to be a Wayne song. Has to be. It's going to be a Wayne feature. No other rapper can say that. Jay Z does not have a Wayne. Well, Swagger yeah, like, yeah. like us, I guess. But I don't, I don't. There are Jay Z and Wayne collaborations that I do not Super want trash. to hear in the yeah. verses. Honestly, uh, as trash as they are, they're better than Jay-Z and Nas collaborations. Those are terrible. <laughs> you ain't said no lies. Yeah, I don't think nobody here going to disagree with that. You haven't said a single lie. But I low-key want to hear Jay get off on that ether beat. Mm, they swap beats like how Kid, uh, K-Dot and J. Cole did. Black Friday. That's different, though. That's like, like, that was yeah. each other. You know what I'm saying? That would be that hard. That was a hard concept. But then also, yeah. look at them. Would y'all see a y'all would y'all watch a well, obviously we watch a versus for them, but like, Nas yeah. and Jay Z? No, uh, it's talking about Cole and Kendrick. But I then also, to, honestly, yeah. you wouldn't? Cole and Kendrick? You wouldn't okay. see it? I'd rather see Drake versus one of those two. I don't want to see who's Kendrick Drake? and Cole. Who's Drake, who's Drake, who's Drake not gonna be? It'll be a celebration of music. Yeah. It'll be cool, but it's like, yeah. I'd say it's tough just because yeah. on the commercial. I'm not pulling for nobody in there. Because like, Drake has so many. Like, you know, he can pivot either way. It's like, I can play 10 R&B songs. It's Drake and Kanye. That's it. Drake and Kanye would be interesting. That would probably be interesting. Drake and Kanye or Drake and Ho? That would break the internet. I think you would get Ho out of here. I think so, too. I don't think so. I don't don't know about easily. It depends on what you value. I think Ho hits is heavier. That's my only thing. Drake hits? To a so yeah, do you think the fact that we have a like we were talking what we were talking about earlier the nostalgic feeling that part I was gonna say would be because it's not Hotline Bling as much as I love Hotline oh, Bling it's only yeah you do what, 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 that's like a hit smash single when that, that was a anthem. Um, Annie's, uh, Hard Knock Life. Yeah, right. Yes. Niggas was not going up to that. Kingdom Come. Or show me what you got. Show me what you got. Niggas hated that. Niggas did not fuck with Show Me What You Got. Niggas don't fuck with Kingdom Come. Niggas in the minority for liking that album. But it was a quality album. That's what I'm saying. Show Me What You Got is not getting started from the bottom out of here. I think so. Nah. What? To the masses, no. Okay. Yeah. I, know what you, masters, I know what you're saying. To the masses, no. I got a question. With these verses, with these verses, do you feel like the nostalgic feeling that a lot of these records? So, like, if Jay Z were to go to get to Drake, do you feel like the nostalgia behind all of them records would just, you know, give them, give him the nudge just on GP, even though Drake had a larger record? The, the reality is, they 15 years apart. Now. Yeah. So, Jay's nostalgia is different from our way different. Yeah, our Drake nostalgia is comeback season. Right. High school <laughs> to now. Jay nostalgia yeah. is like life. Eight, <laughs> years old. Yeah, like, from yeah. 
Yeah, five to now. So, change yeah. clothes comes on there. I have, I there's no song that Drake has that is going to bring me back to 2004. Drake is with an oversized button up. You know what I'm saying, nigga? Like cufflinks, button ups, and jeans. There's nothing that he it's can nasty, play that is going to give me the nostalgia <laughs> that the Black Album does. To limit the nostalgia factor, do you think that's what makes Kanye a more formidable pole? Yes. More formidable pole. Yes. Where are we capping Ye off though? You said what? Where are we capping Ye off? Um, at, after uh, Pablo. Mm-hmm. From, okay, so, then, yes. Uh, after Pablo. College dropout to, to Pablo? Oh, here's a I would love to see that. How valuable are Drake's R&B songs in, in this battle? Because if, if you value them, you're getting Kanye out of here. It's a versus, so it's not, it is not right. lyricism. I could probably count on one hand Drake's hit. R&B hits, and I might I be crazy. I songs Drake wrote. Like too, though. Like it's, Drake, Drake can it play, can get Drake can messy. Songs he's never even recorded himself. Like, <laughs> oh, that's gonna be weird. <laughs> <laughs> it could get messy. True. Yeah, yeah, you don't have an unthinkable. Nah. But the thing is, Kanye has a lot of guest verses that are dope as well as Drake. Wait, Drake wrote? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he wrote that. That's song. why he's singing here, bro. That's he why he's singing he in the background. Yeah. yeah. As dope as unthinkable is, yeah. as dope as unthinkable is uh, Kanye could play a Monica track though and get that out of here that's true he for sure could play Talk About Our Love by yeah. Brandy, Brandy. So can he play crazy. all the Jay-Z can he play all the Jay-Z hits and if we want to take it to current don't sleep on Tiana's no, seven about. track album like if we want to take more modern what's getting how much what's getting sick of more out of here like, by Kanye niggas in Paris niggas in Paris that's the only one though. That's you just didn't that's, that's the only one I can think of. Uh, that's the only one I can think of. Can't tell me nothing? Yeah. That's not getting sickle mode out of here. I don't know. That's all it is. That was a moment. You know what? Sickle mode is energy, but can't tell me nothing. Everybody's gonna rap. You know what's actually That shit. You know what's actually a good battle against that hits, man. A good one. A good one to play against Can't Tell Me And nothing. a Hangover definitely immortalized it for the year. Yeah. It's, this is probably not going to win, but to match the energy of Can't Tell Me Nothing, if I was Drake, I would play Worst Behavior. That's okay. Or I'm probably not going to win, but niggas going to remember that they fucked with this song. Or on me. Came up, that's, that's on me. This might be the only battle. You're cheating, you're cheating with the 2 chains verse. This might be the only battle. with like, the 2 chains verse. actually matters. matters. Like, like it depends yeah. a little bit more hype for this shit. Yeah, yeah. like in this guy. performance. Yeah, if the performance. Yeah, say, yeah. He's not going. If he got a I don't Kanye's know. Going, presentation. Back oh there, shit. Drake might have him just come out in lap dance form doing practice. Like I don't you know. know what I'm saying singing the tape. It's gonna be real dramatic with it. Be crazy. No, the, nar- the narcissist in Kanye West is not gonna uh, allow the real it. Real That was a smash though. The real hurt. Was that not a classic? I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it in the verses. Yeah. I like to see it on the playlist. Cameras is one of my favorite Drake songs. Like, I don't want to hear it in the verses. Alright, I'm back. Oh. Because right now it's T.I. and Tip. Who would y'all see other than T.I. go against you? I don't think 50 need to go against anybody. No, no. Snoop would get Tip out of here. You know, as crazy as it sounds, 50 Cent and DMX would be a good battle. Yeah, yeah. That's that crazy. They had a similar career, a very top-heavy bass career. I would catch Snoop. Snoop can play a song from two years ago. Snoop can play a song from two years ago. Snoop can play a song from the year after. I would compare DMX career to Eminem. That shit the fuck out of 
Okay, what about DMX first two albums versus 50 first two albums? DMX first two versus 50 first two. Oh, I, I can't call it. Yeah, I don't know. But would you want to see that in the verses though? Would that would that be entertaining verses? Hell yeah. Just the first two albums, yeah. Yeah. Fifty might get it. That's twenty songs. More hits, but DMX got that gritty shit. So it depends on who's watching them. Is that ninety eight? Yeah. First two albums. DMX could play all the Damians. Yeah. Shit, he got tracks with Aaliyah. Man, that's not back fair. in one piece. That's not that's, fair. that's nostalgic. Fifty can play game songs. Fifty can play Zena songs. 50 it's fifty. Fifty is not gonna songs. play a single song with game on it. I can and guarantee. I think that's where you it tripping? Yes, he is. Hate and love it. Do you hate and love it? Not know who fifty is. You're slow. Do that just to antagonize. That nigga believes. First of all, that nigga believes that his shit is harder than any shit else. He will. You know why? He will play his own shit. Game could get 50 out in the battle because Game did work with other artists. 50 never, like, really went outside his camp. And that kind of crippled That's him, true. In a sense. Uh, and that even includes producers. Except Justin. And Neil. Yeah, that's on Neil. Baby Bobby. Yeah, but... Mm. That ain't gonna win nothing. That ain't not getting anything out. 50 what? I want a biz. Oh, yeah, well, YG, that's a good one. I like the 50 and Kendrick song more than that. That We Up. Yeah, that was fine. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm mad that it came Bitch, I'm the man. Yeah. yeah. Bitch, I'm the man with Chris Brown. That song with Post Malone. That's actually song. solid. But appreciate it. <laughs> Go ahead, Trent. No, 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 you said it. Punch I'm the man. Fight him. Not right now. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... Well, the real verses that's taking place is Snoop and DMX. Is that today? Yeah, it is. Today. It's today. Uh, that's it's so dumb, DMX. So dumb. Facts. That's 12 eight. You can just play doggy stuff. Name all the hits from each of Snoop's albums. Can't do it. What do you think will be? Like, from Snoop's first... Alright, so you got Snoop can play all his real songs first. Yeah, facts. And then he can play Dr. Dre songs on the second half. It's not fair, bro. Yeah. Like, what are we watching this for? He's gonna play this is slaughter. He's gonna play that girl. This is celebration. Gonna play beautiful. Let's get blown. Let's get blown. This is when DMX is Drop it like it's hot. You gotta play something with Charlie. This is when DMX is gonna Signs. But it's a long night, though. Yeah, it's, and that's five. That's DMX, five right there. DMX is gonna play some super hard shit. He's gonna think nothing Snoop can do. And he's gonna play down for my niggas. Everybody completely forget that that's a Snoop song. Yeah, that's that's his song. Snoop's gonna play. Snoop has multiple careers. Snoop can play some Eastside shit. Snoop gonna play. I love it. He gonna play. I love it. It's not fair. Snoop is gonna play the "I Wanna Rock With You" remix with Jay Z as his first song, just to let you know I have shit with Jay Z in the tuck. It's not fair. Um. Oh. His last verse. I fuck with Swiss with getting Cat DMX in this, but this is not it's not gonna be pretty. I think this shit is about to be a slaughter, honestly, but I'm definitely real, I'm rooting for both dogs, but I got a special place in my heart for DMX. Like throughout all the shit you've been through, I always fucked with him. He's still Who the better actor? DMX. DMX got more passion, but I don't know. Snoop got the cool song, so it's kind of like Has Snoop never played, die alone or Snoop so play? Not played Snoop Dogg in every movie that he's been in. 
Hey, never die alone. Never die alone or Jimmy Bones. Never die alone. I'm gonna be honest with you. I like Bones more than Bones is a classic. Bones is a cult classic, bro. But never die alone. Yeah, I used to watch the Bones DVD and go to the the special features and watch the videos and shit. Like I really like that movie. I'm gonna tell y'all a funny ass story about the movie Bones, nigga. I'm staying at my uncle's house playing him. This when he was in Fontana. We watching this shit. Obviously, it's rated R. It's not for kids and shit. Bro, we were watching the movie, right? The next thing I know, I just hear some crying and sniffling from behind me. My baby brother is hiding behind the stairs trying to watch the fucking movie without us noticing. And this nigga gets spooked out of his fucking (laughs) mind, bro. And we like, nigga, why are you standing here watching it? If you're scared, go to another fucking room. Dang. Yeah, man. Word the child. Yeah, like, bro, you crying loud as fuck? Like, damn. Nah, don't turn, don't turn. (laughs) Shout out to Jimmy Bones, man. Oh, man. Classics. Yeah. Um, some more controversy that happened this week was uh, some anti-Semitic statements made from Nick Cannon. I feel like it's been a string of this going on. Um, kind of starting with Deshaun Jackson and posting a a quote that was reportedly supposed to be from Hitler, but definitely was proven not to be. Pretty much, uh, kind of promoting uh, anti-Semitism. And I got to be honest with you, uh, I had to do a lot of education this week because initially I didn't understand exactly what he said wrong. Um, I think we all kind of agreed with a lot of his points that he made about, you know, our initial oppressors, which is America in a sense. But I think in his comments, he also mentioned uh, the powers that the Jewish people had and I guess they didn't necessarily take it as a compliment as much as he might have intended it to be or just to make it more of a matter of fact. But I just want to know, what are you guys' thoughts on his comments overall and at the same time, uh, cancel culture? Because it seemed like Viacom pretty much just washed their hands with him and got him out fast while other networks like Fox allowed him to correct his mistake and and know why it was a mistake. So first, I just want to know, um, what are you guys' thoughts on his statements? And then just secondly, uh, what are your thoughts on cancel culture overall? First and foremost, I wish black people had a word like anti-Semitism that could just get people the fuck out of here whenever, you know, they disrespected us. That's another topic. Yeah, I speak on it. Um, with the, the Nick Cannon situation... I watched the video and it it took a while for me to figure out what he said was wrong or what what was it that he said that was wrong. Um, but like we said earlier off the mic, you gotta you gotta really know your audience. And just because you might say something that is truthful or based in truth, it might not go over well with uh, with the audience. Um, so I'm not going to come up here and pretend like I know everything about all the points that he touched on. I still have to do my own, you know, personal research so I can come up with a more uh, educated conclusion. But I, I feel like um, I feel like he was he he was he just knew what he was talking about or or 
he was passionate enough or he believed what he was saying and I felt like that was a problem uh, along with what he said just him believing firmly and what that was and then you know it's just it's there obviously powers that 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 be that overlook a whole lot of shit and when you disrupt that or speak ill you know there there are consequences unfortunately he lost his relationship with Viacom that he's had with well over 20 years with one of the most popular shows they have ever produced um but I, yeah, I, I don't know I felt like I just went on the rant but but I'm gonna I'm support Nick Cannon still in the pocket yeah I'm gonna I'm support Nick Cannon just because as much as the corny jokes he's getting Nick Cannon has always been for the people and this Nick is Cannon the time been part of our lives for 25 years bro he's been, been part of bro he's been part of our lot. I, I can't remember a time before knowing who Nick Cannon was like nigga, I grew up watching all that Saturday night. So I'm about to say the time you know, before Nick Cannon like, was just Keenan and Kill. Yeah, exactly. And, and then like I was time. really on Keenan and Kill though. That's so a long like, time. But but yeah, shout out to Nick Cannon, man. You gonna be all right? Hold your head. You feel me? Uh, pray for the brother. Not to cut you off, but no, uh, I was done. I was done. He he recently, I want to say as of last night, tweeted out some shit. Uh, some rest in peace. Yeah. yeah. So rest in peace to Ryan Browers. I'm uh, not really familiar with bro, but he was close to him. And in his kind of his thoughts, speaking about him, he kind of hinted towards being suicidal due to the situation. So I don't really know much about his anti-Semitic comments, but to speak on the cancel culture shit, it's it's fucking whack. Uh, I, that's my personal opinion. Like this shit is stupid. Like we gotta allow humans to be humans. Uh, in context, though, like from what I'm seeing, that his comments didn't seem as harmful as other people's shit and he came out and apologized for the shit but for Viacom to cut ties that fast it's looking a little funny in the light to me because he, although he was speaking his mind educatedly like I feel like them as a company don't really fuck with black people as a whole like they should like they're quick to put out love and hip hop and all this shit where women is throwing drinks on each other and fighting and it's like some real Minstrel show type shit And this is an educated dude That's been about his business for well over Two decades Says some shit but has one of your most profitable Products that y'all got on the market Like take the shit off the air for a minute Let him get his shit back and let him I think that speaks to Yeah I think that speaks to What he was saying about how Jews Hold like power I mean it was It was a statement of fact it wasn't like Something that was stemming from racism and to Nick's point, sometimes we do got to educate ourselves and know our audience. You know, we have to know how they'll perceive it, even though the statement might be fact. But I think, too, I think we forget that there are American Jews and there are Israeli Jews. Yeah. And they even feel the same. You know, they have the same sentiment, you know, so to speak. So I feel like a lot of people, everybody, and I don't, and I don't want my comments to be taken as anti-Semitic because... Um, that's not where I'm going with it, but I think we gotta stop confusing fact with like opinion. emotion or opinion. You know what I'm saying? I think we have to take a step back, but I do think that we gotta know our audience at all times and be sensitive to that. So I do think some of those statements could have been stated a little bit differently. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there are Jews in this country that don't have power. You know what I'm saying? Even though it you know, it okay so. I'm definitely going to research that, but within what you're saying, it was 
what he said was along the lines of what Hope was touching on, but, uh, the story of OJ. So it's like state and fact, but I'm not generalizing all y'all. Like, right. Jewish people do run the entertainment industry. They do. Like, that's a fact. And that's what he was speaking on? That's what he was speaking on. But he also said that he feel like black people are the original, like, Jews. That was another thing he kind of said. I don't think... I don't think he meant to say it that way, and I think that that is what he was really apologizing for. Yeah. But I do think original Jews. Yeah, but the thing is, so the original oppressed people. He highlighted a hitler color. That's all. It's just it was a bad look to highlight. Yeah, it highlight something that can't be done. The presentation behind the messages was kind of messed up because initially that's where you can actually see the spin. It's like, like, like if I if I quote a terrible source, but if certain things that are said, even though the statement wasn't true, even though just imagine like Donald Trump saying something or bringing up some crazy like some facts. He has quoted Hitler before. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 no. But like, imagine him actually reading some stats. Does Trump, that like Trump wanted to have a rally in Tulsa on Juneteenth? Yeah, on Juneteenth. Like, I mean, that if that is not a smack in the if, face. If America should have been outraged, bro, this motherfucker said they been brought at that. Juneteenth to prominence. <clears throat> yeah, but does the consensus of America really care about black? Yeah. But, I mean, I that's like, another <clears throat> conversation. But the people, sorry, I don't want to cut you off. But the people really know what happened in Tulsa and wrote like you know what I'm saying, uh, in Rosewood and all of those places. It, 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 you as a president, you know these things. He does. You, you have advisors that are telling you these things, like you know what I'm saying, and yet you still step outside this window, knowing you're going to offend people, and you still do it. I feel like that's not an effective reason. Bad publicity is still publicity. Donald Trump has a learning disability. He cannot process information like we do. That's why he regurgitates bullshit. Just throwing that out there. I don't even think it's a factor of processing information. He can't stay on subject for longer than three minutes. And that's a push. Also, how old is he? You gotta consider well into his 70s, yeah. 72. So. Like, he's, like, right and he's 70, he needs to get the fuck out of here. Well, yeah. <laughs> I feel uh, like I feel like too much both times. When you when you sit like black people down for like a Jewish person and you explain why you were offended, like nobody's gonna really be taken aback, like we're gonna respect how you feel. But when you say something anti Semitic or whatever and you lose your job immediately, that's when black people feel like, Okay, what's going on? Like now we got now we feel like we gotta say something because you say something about us and nothing it, it took us protesting and rioting for something. You can kill us and keep your job. And it took, it took, it took. I forget this dude's name, but he was a radio host, and he called the Rutgers girls basketball team. Uh, Don, uh, damn, Don, I know Don. Don Imus. Did he just die? Yeah. Did he? He did. Why didn't know that? That's news to me. But he got a he got a job at another, you know, outfit like right away. Like niggas is, I mean, it's just like there's some market for it. Exactly. Bro, America is based off of that shit. If you want to really talk about it, but that's a deeper, darker thing. I'm just saying, free Walden out. Free Nick Cannon. Free Carlos. Y'all think Walden? I mean, shout out to the 85 South Show. We fuck with you. Nothing I'm talking about. Assalamu alaikum to all the good people. Assalamu If it was to move it to like an internet based show, I think it would still pop. My daughter revolt. Uh, nah, Nick has enough capital, ah, capital and reputation to just do the shit on his own. Like, I, I love uh, Diddy reaching out and saying, like, yo, fuck with me. But Nick can do it on his own. 
It's it's crazy because to to generate the wealth, I think he should build his own platform. I don't think and it's, also, as, I don't think it's be as easy and smooth as people assume it. But Wild and Out is still Wild and Out. Wild and Out is still Wild and Out, but he was trying to make Wild and Out a conglomerate on some Dave and Buster shit. They got restaurants, but I mean, uh, what? Yeah, yes. yeah, they have. Yeah, it's a couple Wild and Out restaurants. He's having this as a traveling show, and yeah. I know y'all are familiar with Carlos and Chico. They're on MTV, so yeah. they're under Viacom contracts. Yeah. I don't think he's just going to easily be able to take the talent over if they're contractually they're, under Viacom. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, if they take the show, all the all of the contracts go all the void for all of for everything. Oh, you know what I'm gonna, saying? Gonna, that, doesn't, that doesn't mean it's going to get so tricky. In their contract, can they not work with? If the they show like is canceled, they have exclusivity yeah. things in there to where they work for them. They do multiple for shows for Viacom. They don't just do yeah. wild and out. Yeah. They keep them under. Contract. But the thing is, they if still that got the contract, code and guy code the, shit too. Yeah, yeah but the, that's why that's you still, don't see Andrew no, show to Charlamagne. That show is canceled. There no more. Guy code and all that is canceled. If the only con- contractual agreement that you have is for a show that's canceled, that contract is null and void. But they have Viacom. It's not just for wild and out. Is it canceled or on hiatus and they fired Nick? Cause I did, cause I ain't gonna lie, I saw a meme where it said Terry Crews presents Walker. Hey, I seen Ryan Seacrest on there. Somebody like, needs to take Terry Crews' phone. I don't think you have a Walker out without me. Yeah, you don't. Duh. That's his Nick Cannon presents. He owns it. So oh, no, just, he does not. And that is the problem. He, he sold the rights to it? And he never had the rights to it. No, he did. I don't think the cast is no. going to do it without Unless it was when they brought it back. But he, I don't think Wild and Out, if anything, they'll just put a rap to Wild and Out like any other MTV programming. It's not going to be the first time they did it. It's a reason why Wild and Out is the longest standing show. It's not the most successful. But it's... They, Nick kept his passion into it. It was like, I'm never going to let it go. And, and when you think about it, they probably have so much shit in the queue that they're like, oh, now we can do this. No, nigga, they're they about to play know. ridiculousness for 24 hours. I'm not mad at fucking it, day. That's actually... That's Bro, nobody wants to watch that for 48 episodes. Is it oh, I'm sorry. I mean, if you faded, then that Yeah, CBS, CBS ball. That's, yeah, okay. And teen moms and teen pregnancy shows, so... I did used to fuck with True Life Heavy. I ain't even gonna hold you. They used to have some dope original programming. Y'all remember the Spider-Man yeah. show? Y'all remember Spider-Man on MTV? They had a Friday cartoon on MTV. Yeah, right. They did for like a hot minute. Yeah. Y'all remember the funniest thing I've seen, the shortest show that I think they had. Cisco had a dance contest back in like the early 2000s. He had a show. I vaguely remember that. It was like him, the DJ, and all of these West, all the rest of them was like unrhythm people. That was your shit? No. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised. You ever seen something there, silly? Like, I want to be It was on funny. There. It was funny. Like, <laughs> oh, silver hair too. <laughs> I can beat these niggas, man. No, but it wasn't him dancing. It was like, he'll call out, hey, Tabitha, come to the, come to the front stage. And then you just see him just, you know, do their own We had this Tabitha talk already. That's just a oh, random ass man. name for you. <laughs> 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 Memories. <laughs> no, it's on YouTube. It's hilarious. I was just nervous. It was, nigga. It was hilarious. <laughs> I'm way better than her. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. They used to have some, uh, some dope shit on there, man. The most ridiculous um, reality TV show you've seen. Each one of y'all. On MTV or period? Period. Um, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I've seen some crazy shit. Um, 
I recently went back and watched the Flavor of Love. I was just about to say yeah, Flavor of Love what was wild. One or two? Or three. All of it. Oh. It was wild. Why was we watching that shit for entertainment? I don't know, but I know for one fact he was fucking them girls. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, they sick, nigga. Yeah. Shout out to the, Flag. This is my my shit with reality TV. This shit is hilarious because it's like, look, we gonna have five niggas walking around with these big ass cameras following you everywhere you go. But we need you to pretend like it's not five niggas walking around with these big ass cameras following you everywhere you go. Like, how can you really get the essence of who somebody is when you have all this fucking equipment and people behind them everywhere Bro, they go? Entertainment. Hey, to keep so it hot, I think the only yeah, show that's that was all really good that's all I look at that it for. was Ron's house. I love the Ron's house. Ron's house was solid. I wish I was in that family, man. I haven't taken a bath for the wrong or the right reasons. Nah, for the right reasons. Right. <laughs> Those gonna be my sisters. <laughs> All right. Cool. Sisters, sisters not, in Christ. Shout out to Rev Run, but nigga, I have not taken a bath since '99. <laughs> He ain't got that kind of money, that's why. Right. Yeah, he got the, the jacuzzi. Yeah. The jacuzzi tub with the Blackberry. Exactly, nigga. I'm 6'2", nigga. <laughs> Stand my ass up. That shit was funny, because that scene looks so sassy, you know? <laughs> when he just tosses his Blackberry and dips in the water, it's like, I'm done. Oh, man, he's on. really getting the context to his brother was. That shit is wild. <laughs> His statement was always a little sassy. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Oh, that was sick. Oh, man. Nah, but um, I always wanted to be on Real World, too. Um, that was another one. Or College Hill. Nah, Real World. College Hill over. College Hill. Real World, though. College Hill over Real World. Nah, real world over college. Real world. Oh, I don't know, man. I'm like, sorry. Now that y'all said that, thank you. I weren't trying to fight every day. Like, <laughs> trying to enjoy myself. Hey, uh, Excuse the marijuana. It's wild for the name. Do y'all remember the real Fatty Cool? What? <laughs> On BET. No, yeah, uh, that name sounds familiar. That's y'all, when we first got introduced with Miguel. That, show, uh, that song Chills? Or, uh, you talking about the group, right? Yeah. 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 The name sound familiar, but that's where we first got introduced to Miguel. Yeah, Miguel was in. Yeah, and they kicked that nigga yep. out of the group. That nigga was too good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That name was trash. I don't know why they did that. MTV had making a band too. Yeah. Yes. Shout out to Diddy. Diddy had a couple good. He was supposed to be bringing songs. it back. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, he was. My favorite Diddy show was I Want to Work for Diddy. When he had, I remember. had all those uh, people trying to be personal assistants mm-hmm. and they had to go through random tasks. It's, shit, it's missions they went through to this day that I still think about that I'm like, that was actually practical. Yeah, that cheesecake spot was mad far. Yeah, that was. Like, across the Brooklyn Bridge, that's, that's a mission. Yeah, that's a far spot. Hey, nice it's song. crazy, though. If you know Puff's uh, come up, he had to do a lot of shit like that. Like, I remember uh, Andre told one story. He was like, take this to here and come back or whatever. And, like, he was like, this nigga Puff came back sweating and shit. He was like, what happened? He was like, I ran all the way over there, took it, and ran all the way back. And he was like, what the fuck? Like, so, if he went through shit like that, I think he just expects that. And a lot of it was just just seeing how far are you willing to go for the job, but 
Yeah, it had a lot of good morals yeah. into it, especially for this business, because that's a lot of shit you gotta do. Yeah. Like, like, you know, so, where yeah. where do y'all rank TRL in the, in the gamut of? It's not one hundred six. Period. It's just not one hundred six. Yeah, but it's not one hundred six parts. Yeah. I mean, I think that was just for us, though. Shout out to Freak, though. Yeah. Shout out to Ed. Shout out to Bad. Jesus Christ. Rap City. Like what are we watching it for? Ooh, Big Tigger Rap City. Oh, yeah. I didn't yeah. fuck with Joe Flair or Oh Boy. Memphis? Memphis? Uh, I didn't fuck with Memphis. That nigga did it. That's all I'm going to say. What? I'm going to do my research. His from the street over Memphis, for sure. Oh. Bro, that nigga, Big Tigger would get in the booth, nigga. He would actually be freestyling. Yeah, he was like, actually better not... than a lot of the, like the southern rappers that was coming at the time. I went back recently and watched like Three Six Mafia, and he kind of like showed all them niggas. Hey, up. Is it general consensus that Cam had the best? Uh, presentation wise, absolutely. Cam- oh, Wayne Cameron. and Bow Wow. All right, all right, Wayne right, and right. Bow Wow were up there too. Okay. Gotta give it to that's Wayne's past. So it's Cam, Wayne, and Bow Wow. The, what about Cam that Ludacris freestyle? The Ludacris is in top five, but he's not in top three. Rap City Freestyles? Honestly, uh, uh, he top five. He not top three. A couple times top too. Yeah. He not top three. Yeah. What Cam and Wayne did was different, bro. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, oh, Wayne Cam. Yeah. Like when you think about Rap City Freestyles, Cam was the first. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Like, that whole uh, era is just—it makes me sad a lot of the times because that was the era where I really like that was found the- myself like defined and shit. It was like damn, like. That was the era of music when nobody sounded alike. I think that's uh, when we all fell in love with this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, originality was born in your life. you like, oh, I don't have to just do this. Like, wait a minute, my like, can I get these instead of this? Like, that's the biggest better. difference. Back then, you had to create your own wave. Now you could get on by riding somebody else's wave. Like, you couldn't come out sounding like Bone Thugs because niggas would be like, nigga, you sound just like Bone Thugs. We're not fucking with you. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, nigga, you sound you just like Future. Sound like this it. shit hard. I'm going to play Devil's Advocate on that, though. It's like, when Future first came out, nobody sounded like Future getting a bunch of clones. Yeah. The 90s, it was a lot of like horrible West Coast rappers just trying to sound like N.W.A. or Eazy-E. They just like, didn't flourish. They didn't flourish. Like, like, shady shites. Like, yeah. 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 Shout out to the hungry Originality was more valued back then. There was a lot of East Coast rappers on that boom bap shit that That's wanted true. to be Nas that didn't make it. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of niggas who wanted to be uh, Jay. Facts. Facts. It's crazy. We talked about that. I want to say last week. Yep. Weakest. Who's the weakest rapper from each re- region that ever come out? South. I'm not doing this. <laughs> well, why don't you tell us, Sam? What is your opinion on it? Hey, man. Niggas get quiet. I'm like, no, some people that know some people. I'm, I'm all right, bro. We can talk about that off mic. <laughs> I feel like Lil Zane is the same answer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who works Lil Zane Romeo? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Romeo had the bunny chain at least, man. Zane. Zane was nice. Zane was nice. Money stretched like a rubber band. Well, that 112 joint he got is still classic to this day. Because of 112. Zane was too. Zane. Yeah, but like these little niggas, like Wayne. Wayne was a child star, though. He was yeah. like 16, 17. Wayne was 10 years old when he started rapping. It was Wayne, Zane, and Bow Wow on that track, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lil Wayne was born in 1982. Just to give y'all some uh, some context. So Wayne is 39. Oh shit, bro. 
No, he's 30. 30. I'm, I'm 27. No, he's 37. I'm 27. He's, he's literally 10 years. I think his birthday is the day after mine. Yeah, 92782. Yeah, so he's, he's 10 years. Like, this might be like 40 something like that. Yeah, pushing push his 40s for <laughs> sure. Push his 40s. But I mean, yeah, just think of that. Wayne ain't even in his 40s yet, bro. Neither is Joe Budden. And I, that makes me laugh like a motherfucker. No shit. That nigga's in his 30s. Yeah, he's 39. He's 39. Yeah. He's uh, younger than Game. Mm-hmm. Game is 40. That says a lot. It says a lot. God damn it. Do y'all, feel like, do y'all feel like rap in general, or at least East Coast rap, East Coast rap will be different? It would be interesting to see. I would think so. Yeah. I blame Rocky for West East Coast rap. Ah, East Coast rap changing. Because that was, if I can look back, that's the only East Coast nigga that did not sound like he was from the East Coast. And then now it's just like rap is the internet. What about Cam and um, Cam, they reached out to different regions. Like they had the Kid Crunk music. And then when they went out west and they were doing their shit. Yeah, but they still okay. uptown Harlem. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah they repped Harlem. Just they like Rocky do, do too, like though. The, like the but they I mean, rapped Harlem just no, the Rocky shit sounded like Southern music. I, yeah, and they had for fucking, sure did not know Rocky was from New York when I first plus heard it. Plus, with the diplomats, they had fucking. Plus, the last West. artist that sounded like that was from New York. I saw the Joey Badass. Uh, I actually think Popsmoke sounded like this from New York. Think so? Even, even with the drill music shit, it's still. I can still feel it. I can, I, I can feel it because I know this is aesthetic. That's the same with Rocky. That's why I'm like, the sound is a million Rocky. Thing, Rocky gave me a new hearing where they from. Like, Two million. It's the internet now. Rocky. The reason with Rocky because he got the sonics of a, of a trap man. But if you hear, just get this. Does he know? Yes. The, I wouldn't say trap. What is whatever that, first, that sexy shit is. Yeah. 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 But if you just hand a nigga a microphone, he'll rap. He rap his ass off like a like a New York nigga. That shit, nah. It sounded like some Swisher House shit. Uh, his, his, you his said flex. Rocky sound like Swisher House. Yeah. His first his project. His first project. Yeah. yeah, yeah when did. I first heard him, I thought I, yeah, no, I, I for sure got Swisher House. I, I got hella bone thugs from Rocky. Yeah. I got hella bone. Thugs. I probably had a cheat code because the first time I heard Rocky, I saw Rocky. It was the Peso video. So I was just like, these is New York niggas. Like, yeah. all day. They in and out the bodega and shit. So I could have had a So Chico. I heard Peso before I saw the video. Okay. Yeah. See? I, I think that was another thing for me. I knew the nigga was from the East Coast. I was just okay. like, he sounds like he's from you somewhere tell else. Is, is from the West Coast? Absolutely. Game is such a chameleon. It depends on the track. Yeah, I don't think so. I think... Movie was introduced to right now. Introduced? Yeah. From the West Coast? Yeah. yeah. Now, either the Bay or L.A.? That's he didn't that's sound totally like I first heard him on certified gangsters. He didn't sound like an LA, LA nigga to me on that. So that was a West Coast beat though. Yeah, that's that why was West Coast. Yeah, back to the Dipset point. And the first time I heard that, I saw it that was, too. Like yeah. Cameron's, but that album, wasn't the first time I heard Dipset. Cameron's albums on, and Cameron and the Dipset albums were usually East Coast based. But Jim Jones, but it was a heavy, always just like. But it's heavily everything. Yeah, but it was a heavy yeah. Kanye Jim West Jones travel produced album. In fact, you know what I'm saying? What was? Come on, let's. Oh, the wait, say it again? Cam's, Cam's original production was a lot of Kanye West production. No, it wasn't. It was a lot of Heat Makers production. So, Diplomatic Community, who produced the Heat Makers? Heat Makers. I don't think Ye fucked Come with Cam until. Uh, no, actually, it was. Purple Rain, wasn't it? Purple, Purple, it was Purple Haze. Haze. Purple Haze. Purple Haze. That was the Kanye Purple, album. But Purple Haze, Purple what was the first single? Down, Down and Out. Yeah, that's the Kanye album. Y'all know how he got that beat, though? So. Kanye gave Cameron H to the Izzo. And then Hope was like, nah, 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 I'm gonna need that. 
So then in return, Kanye gave Cameron the down and out beat. Everybody won. That's how they got it. Yeah, everybody Everybody won. won. Although, nigga, I would love to hear Cam on that ace of the Izzo. At that time, I would much rather hear Hove on down and out. Hove is much more culturally important for that track, honestly. I feel like Cam would have still did it. You know who else almost got that song? It was honestly supposed to be Nori's song. Oh, word. Oh, shit. Hey, look, look, look at God. I don't think we would have fucked with it like we did. You know how it's H to the Izzo? Into the Izzo? Oh, into the Izzo. Oh, yeah. Damn. Mm, yeah. God damn it. Shout out to Nori, though. You yeah, feel me? But, um, wrap up this good uh, rap talk, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> rap we gotta up. end off every episode with what's good. So, what's good with y'all this week? Amongst all the bullshit. Fresh off of uh, August and Jada, fresh off of Nate getting canceled, quote unquote. Fresh off of uh, Tori and Meg, man, so unfortunate. Oh, man. And just, just drama, drama, drama. But what's, what's good with y'all? Shit, man, we still here. We're still alive. We're still breathing. We can't never be too grateful for that. Um, I'm able to create. I'm able to do what I love with my homies. That's always gonna be good for me. Absolutely. Second that. Uh, shit. Other than being black, that's always good. We, we we about to get the NBA back in a couple days. Allegedly. I'ma keep hope alive, although it's gonna be different. Although it's still real shit happening in the world. I would not mind seeing some basketball right now just to ease the tensions a little bit. So that's mm-hmm. just good. It's definitely needed for somebody. Um, the kids is the kids is free right now, and I don't mean that in the best way possible because I think they have a little bit too much free time, so they can't necessarily play sports or anything right now. Like I drive past parks and I see fucking hoops taken down, like on the basketball goals. And I'm just like that shit is pathetic. But if uh, the NBA could be a, a good distraction for those who need it. I'm definitely all for it. Um, we're all sports junkies for the most part, so we'll never be mad at sports coming back. But at the same time, I'm not too mad at taking a break this year, to be honest with yeah. you. Um, I've kind of been checked out mentally, sports-wise. So uh, for those who need it, though, it is a beautiful blessing. And hopefully it could be some good product. I know it's been a lot of time taken off and shit, so... Hopefully they can shake off the rust uh, quick. But yeah, the second everything y'all said, just happy to be alive. Uh, throughout the negativity, we just gotta remain positive. Um, count your blessings. Like that's a lot of shit that we can sit and be like, damn, I wish this one right, I wish this one another way. But let's always continue to count our blessings so that we can be continue to be blessed with more, as well as just be appreciative of what we have. Cause it's, it's rough right now um, for a lot of people, and you'd be surprised uh, the circumstances that people are going through. So keep your mental health, keep your uh, physical health, like all that intact, because all of that definitely plays a part. And just do good, man. <clears throat> Spread love. It'll come back, I promise you. Um, and just keep supporting each other. And then... Uh, it's another episode of Irresponsible. Thank you for everybody who tapped in. It was no tie this week. Hopefully we see her next week. 
fresh oh. off her birthday. Oh. Uh, she might still be on her, you know, her Mariah. A lot of love, a lot of love. But yeah, this was another episode, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. See y'all next week. Peace. Holla. Out.